this platform that gives access to data, like so just a central platform for managing geospatial content. So this is data from the continent as well as from other people interested in supporting development across the continent. Then also providing tools, which we have seen many people using them to learn how to visualize data uh, spatially. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Geospatially Africa podcast, the podcast for the African geospatial community. My name is Okwayemi and I am welcoming you yet again to this beautiful episode. Our listeners, like regular listeners, and I'm sure a lot of you are joining for the first time as well. This episode promises to be really interesting for us Africans especially because we're talking about a platform that Esri has created particularly for us, and that's the Africa Geo Portal. Now, I got introduced to this platform about two years ago, and it's been really phenomenal for me because I have had access to a wide range of Esri products absolutely free of charge, and they have really shaped my geospatial career. And I am sure that once we're done with this episode, a lot of you also would have access or would know more about this platform to maximally apply it in your career development as well. We have a very special guest here today because who better to talk about this awesome platform than the very solution engineer in charge of it here in Africa and that's in person of Pauline Okeo. Hello, Pauline. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Thank you for inviting me to the podcast and the very hyped up introduction. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been it's it's an honor to be part of this. I think I've I've been listening to uh, some of the people you've had before, and it's a great honor to be one of the speakers. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for that vote of confidence. It means a lot. Without further ado, let's just go straight into this podcast. Pauline, you're an amazing person. Your profile, your person. We've got to interact over a few weeks now and it's just been an amazing journey. I see why like you are like one of the top people in Esri in Africa. Like you're such a cool person. So I just want you to just like introduce yourself. Let's know a bit more about you how you got to become a solution engineer with Esri and how you got to be in charge of the Africa Geo Portal. Thank you. So I would say my journey is very similar to any other person who's in this industry. Um, I studied geography, uh, Bachelor of Arts in Geography for my undergrad. And um, after that, I did complement my knowledge in geography with a few courses here and there on GIS. So that launched me into a career in GIS, which I've been in for, I think it's 13 years now, where initially I worked uh, in the Kenyan government uh, in biodiversity management. So I was just the person who would go to the uh, field to map where the animals are, uh, try to also map aspects of human wildlife conflict and so on. So that was my starting point. But with time, I transitioned to work for Esri Stan Africa, uh, supporting different aspects. And I think at my last, my last role with Esri Stan Africa is I was responsible for professional services, um, implementation. So for anyone who is buying GIS technology, 
I needed support to implement it in the organization. I was leading those efforts uh, uh, for Eastern Africa uh, within the region they cover. So that's Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania, Ethiopia. Yes, and eventually that also led to my transition into ESRI as a senior solution engineer. So what I do mainly is support our users across Africa uh, just to make it easier for them to understand how can they take up our technology and be able to implement it uh, efficiently or effectively across the organization. So this has given me the opportunity to work with so many um, amazing organizations, uh, Pan-African organizations, humanitarian, uh, government institutions, and so on. And uh, one of the ways I think that's very fulfilling for me to be able to interact with them is through the Africa Geoportal. So I mainly support the Geoportal. I think for those who are familiar with it, uh, we've come across uh, each other's parts, uh, either through some of the webinars we've had, uh, any support requests that might be there in terms of being able to create an account or access different resources and so on. That's how mainly I support the Geoportal and it's been a wonderful experience for the last three years. That's really beautiful. Uh, the fact that you even came from a geography background like myself, <laughs> I kind of identify. And, you know, your journey through the career path has been really like like you said, like everybody else, I think you've grown from position to position, you know, accomplishing your goals in career. And um, Esri is such a beautiful place to work. But the career growth is really awesome to hear. Let's just talk now a bit about the Africa Geo Portal. You know, I've used it more than a couple of times in my career. And um, it's such a wonderful platform. would like to know what inspired this platform. What were the thoughts behind it? Some of the inspiration that um, led to Esri creating this platform specifically for Africans. Okay, so Esri has been around for over 50 years now, and uh, we have a quite large use base in Africa. And just based on the interaction we had with our end users, so these are institutions, some of them I mentioned before, as well as learning institutions, we noticed there was a gap in terms of access to our technology uh, on that period for most young professionals as they transition from school or from their bachelor's degrees, even though we have some who have also gotten to jazz through diplomas and certifications and so on. So we noticed there was a gap in terms of access to technology from the point someone uh, finishes their coursework to the point someone gains meaningful employment. So the other thing, um, other than the access to the tools, it was access to learning resources to help people be able to continue to build their capacity in terms of how do they uh, always uh, keep updated on the new aspects of uh, geospatial technology and so on. And definitely the biggest gap was access to data. So you'd find that people can get the, the some tools or they can get uh, at least a course here and there, but getting data uh, to do something with that was a bit of a challenge. So based on that, um, Esri decided that we can work together um, across Africa through different uh, institutions, be it government, be it um, development partners, be it Pan-African organizations. We can work together to equip um, the upcoming young professionals in the geospatial sector to be able to build their capacity. So 
African Geoportal was set up as a result of these discussions, where ESRI provided this platform that gives access to data, like so just a central platform for managing geospatial content. So this is data from the continent as well as from other people interested in supporting development across the continent. Then also providing tools, which we have seen many people using them to learn how to visualize data uh, spatially, uh, to do analysis on this data, then share it out to different applications and so on. And finally, have a resource where uh, our uh, user communities across Africa be able to continue to build their capacity. So we just paired it with our learning portal, which ensures that our user communities can continue to build their capacity based on the courses we have there. So we have over, I believe it close to 80 courses available. Uh, 20 of them are specifically on Africa, which we've made available at no cost for anyone who's interested in building their capacity through Africa Geoportal. That's beautiful. Where can somebody access this course? This is in the normal Esri Academy. Yes. So uh, on the normal Esri Academy, we have some courses that have been made freely available. But in addition to that, uh, we have, um, sorry, also within Esri Academy, we have our MOOCs, that is massive open online courses. Those are usually released every few months. And then also we have a learning hub. It's called Learn at GIS. And from that point, we have, that's where we have those lessons that I had mentioned, where we have a number of um, really meaningful uh, lessons that can be covered. It could be as short as 15 minutes. It could be as long as 90 minutes just to help you build capacity. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to um, ask, like, for me, as a person that has used the platform, you know, I could just classify it as a tool for Africans to access data and ESRI tools for professional development and capacity building. If I say this to like a new user, I'm sure it doesn't encompass everything a new basic user can know. So can you please just introduce the platform to like a new user, like, okay, this and this and this are what you can gain from it in addition to what you've said already. Okay. So if this will be the first time for some people to interact with the GeoPortal, uh, getting to Africa GeoPortal is just simply go to your browser and type at the search bar, just type africageoportal.com. That will lead you to the GeoPortal. So immediately, uh, once there, a user will be able to start interacting with some of the key content we have, which is the result of, again, um, efforts between uh efforts out of collaboration uh, between uh, key data providers as well as uh, some of the uh, local providers or uh, let me say continental providers of data. So once a user gets in there, they're able to just have access to the key or featured content we have. I think one of the main ones that you've seen has drawn a lot of interest is uh, access to, uh, we have a land use land cover data set uh, for the recent years of 2017 to 2021, which was the result of um, um, just applying applying machine learning uh, processes over the entire world to create this meaningful data set. Because you'll find this is something that's not been easily accessible uh, for many people across uh, the continent at a good resolution and something that's quite accurate for use. So after that, um, we have featured uh, some 
data for different countries. So we have worked with a number of countries to have country-specific geoportals, which we recommend in case uh, you go there and you see your country, you can go in there and see some of the data that's been provided by the agencies, as well as features that have been provided um, or, or uh, let me say, uh, content that has been provided by user communities uh, within these specific countries. And the good thing also for the GeoPortal is that you're able to switch the uh, language in use because it's something that's inbuilt. So if English is your default language, definitely you can view it based on that. But if you're more comfortable using another language, then you can switch the display language across the GeoPortal to have a more suited language for you. So we've also featured data from partners. Uh, and it was really interesting to see that when we started this initiative, we had specific partners in mind who were like, okay, we have this data, we would love to collaborate. But we noticed over time um, there was increased interest from other people. And I think when we started as Africa Geoportal, there's another initiative that started at the same time. So this is Digital Earth Africa. So this is a program that's been available uh, for three years now, and what their aim was to make available um, satellite imagery uh, from their data cube. So they have a data cube where they've created a composite of uh, imagery collected over time. And this information is very relevant because previously getting access to good resolution imagery has been a challenge. So we worked with G-Africa to provide access to this imagery also within Africa GeoPortal from their data cube. So it's just been picked up and made in a format that makes it easier for anyone to um, make use of this data, of this imagery. And it's, it's, I think it's one of the, the strongest collaboration we've had this year, where in the end we created an Explorer application to help you just explore the data we've been able to bring in, uh, where you can apply different filters or rendering options to see the relevance of uh, um, some aspects such as agriculture within an area or what's the water index within an area and so on. So you'll be able to apply that using the um, Explorer application we created. And beyond that, uh, we recently launched a course with them, a lesson, uh, just introducing any user on Africa GeoPortal to um, how they can use uh, data that you've been able to bring in. So this is an exciting initiative and it just makes it makes us even more uh, eager to see what else will come up because I think based on our relationship, we have been approached by other institutions just to see how do we bring in their data to Africa GeoPortal just to enhance exposure to this data. Yes, I'd say like once someone gets in there, they can just start exploring some of this information, but with time, they can also just explore all the other features available. Yes, and that's beautiful. Like so many data sources and so many features that users can access all that just with you know logging in or signing in for free now what's the ideal user for this platform and you know how can this user get into this platform and start using it you know from your point of view because okay i feel like it's just like a simple signing or login then is it it's free for now like we know that it's free will it be free forever like because this is one thing that some people have issues with, especially why you find that more Africans tend to go towards the free and open source side of software. But then Africa Geoportal through Esri, it's a platform that we can maximize, you know, 
get these awesome data sets, get access to the tools on Edgy Tools for free. So there's some skepticism about the fact that it's free for now. Will it be free forever? Can you please answer this question for us? Definitely. Um, so yes, as at now on Africa Geoportal, once you get to the site, africageoportal.com, um, you're able to create that account for free. So at the top right section of the screen, you'll see that option of signing. So if you don't have an account, if you go to that section, you'll see uh, um, at the at the middle somewhere, it will just tell you like create an account for free. So you're able to create an account using your Gmail or your email, let me say that, as well as any social media account that you're comfortable to use to create the account on Africa Geoportal. And as you mentioned, once you have an account, um, because the access to data, our Geoportal, it, it applies the open data standards, whereby we've made it possible for anyone to be able to discover data without any restrictions so they can come in and search for data then they'd be able to explore the data without any restrictions so it means once i discover the the data i'm interested in i can get more details about it whereby uh, who published this data set when was it published uh, are there any user restrictions based on the data provider so we applied open data principle to just make sure that someone can access the data. But now on the aspect of the tools, that's where the account comes in. So the account just um, enables users now to be able to access the tools that are available. As, as you mentioned, definitely being able to have this data on a map, then being able to change the symbology of the layers, being able to do online analysis, then saving this information as a web map, creating web applications, which can be used in the field to collect data or can showcase information on a dashboard and so on. So all of that is unlocked by uh, using the, the account once someone has created. So the typical user we've seen on Africa Geoportal, we've seen a lot of individual users, a majority of them are thankfully the, the target we had in mind, that's young professionals people who have just like completed their coursework like university or diploma and so on and they're just looking for a way to uh, start applying some of the skills they learned start building a portfolio and so on um, I would say like for example like one of the things you are really excited to see last year was the portfolio that you actually created using a story map of how how um, getting into GIS, yeah. So, so we have seen that kind of interest from people being able to just create a portfolio of their work just to share the experiences um, and so on. So, um, yeah, that's something that that we have seen in terms of young professionals. But now there's also an emerging group of users. We, we consider them as user communities, as user groups, and that's that's the kind of um, those are the kinds of, of people that we are hoping will have more and more interested in this. So initially, it's been the GIS user communities across Africa, thankfully. Um, and then uh, we've also had other user communities. So we've had interest from data science communities. We've had interest from uh, environmental um, um, user communities and so on in different countries. And it's just been an amazing thing to see like what these communities are, are doing. 
I think two of the key ones that have been driving uh, a lot of usage, we have two key ones. The first one is uh, GRMI, so that's Geohazards Risk Mapping Initiative in Nigeria. And it's being led by one of our top, top active users on Africa Geoportal. Uh, this is Taiwo, who's been able to, to like form this uh, group of interested or active young professionals who are ready to apply their skills, ready to apply access to our technology to solve aspects of uh, uh, disaster or resilience within Nigeria. And it's been great seeing the outputs from that. The other user community that's been very key also is uh, MAPRI. So that's Mapping for Resilience Initiative in Uganda. So they're a group that also actively use Africa Geoportal to map informal settlements in Uganda's capital, that is Kampala. So it's just been great seeing that. And we've seen also we have two other groups coming up. So that's one in Rwanda, environmental actors in Rwanda, as well as a geospatial group in Zimbabwe. And we're just looking forward to see which other groups will be coming up and, and seeing the great work that they'll be doing. I think most of what they've been able to achieve is inspired by the two groups that I mentioned because they're quite active. They've done a lot of amazing work and it's just inspiring other young professionals. To the final question you had, how long will this be around? Well, I can say one of the key things with Esri is that we have special programs or initiatives to make it easier for people to have access to our technology because as much as we are a technology company, and um, definitely we uh, provide use of our technology at a cost. Also, we do understand the role that our software or our technology plays in the world. And I think one of the ways that, or a great example of this was seen during um, when COVID started, when COVID-19 started, and uh, ESRI did a huge donation to all um, health uh, uh, national health agencies across the world at no cost, just providing a technology saying, listen, if you need technology to try and start solving the challenges of COVID and trying to contain spreading COVID, then you can use ESRI technology for this at no cost. Also, as something that ESRI has been doing for a long time is supporting education, where any education institution in Africa has access to our technology again at no cost. But obviously we have to assess in terms of, are they capable enough to start using the technology? Meaning, do they have a computer lab? Do they have an administrator who will be able to administer, uh, administer the licenses and so on? But this is available to education institutions um, at also at the lower level. So, so starting from primary or, or elementary all the way to university. So this is just something that Azure is doing. And now, when it comes to Africa Geopolitics, it's just an initiative like the other two I've mentioned, whereby we are providing, again, access to this indefinitely at no cost. So there's no end date, there's no stop date, there's no um, aspect of being informed that, hey, uh, you've been using this for six months, now start paying none of that. It's at no cost for anyone who's interested in using, in learning how to use SG technology to to, to, to do GIS work as well as just being able to, to start um, exploring uh, the capabilities they have as young professionals. Yeah. That's awesome to hear. The fact that like forever, like you don't have to worry your head about, oh, my subscription is almost up, you know, as um, maybe like mainstream commercial softwares would offer. 
Um, but there's also the question of credit. I don't know if you want to answer this question actually, because uh, you know, usually when you use Esri tools, you know, you have a limited amount of credit and then like okay, like you said, young professionals and the main targets they probably don't have a lot of things that will be, you know, um, draining their credits. But then, is it possible that they will run out of credits and have to buy or subscribe? Mm. Yeah, that's a very good question. Thank you. That's that's actually one of the most common uh, inquiries we receive. So, yes, every user on Africa Geoportal is given a certain number of credits. I believe it's about 200 so it's very, very hard to run out of credits. One of the strongest users I mentioned earlier, uh, he's been a very strong user on Africa Geoportals uh, for the last, I believe, three years, if I'm not wrong, or two and a half. And so far, he's used four credits in total. So this is someone who's been adding their own data They've been creating web maps. They've been doing online analysis. They have been creating applications for, for data collection. They've been creating web applications. They've been creating story maps. They've been doing all these things. And they've only used four credits in two and a half years. It depends on what someone does. So if it's those things that I've mentioned, adding your data, uh, being able to change symbology, being able to do a bit of online analysis here and there for your for your specified area of interest and so on. We don't anticipate for there to be high credit consumption. But yes, there's still aspects where we have seen people run out of credits for different reasons. And every time they run out of credits, like it's usually just sending an email to us africageoportal at esri.com and at that point uh, they just justify that okay this is what I was doing this is what I'm trying to achieve but we have never denied anyone credit so if in the event that in in the in the one time event that someone would run out of credits we always make the effort to replenish their credits yeah we always um, we always support people by just replenishing their credits in case they run out of it so I, I would say like maybe um, the one case that we had for this was someone was doing analysis for a very, very, very large area um, covering Africa and I think part of Europe. And they had a lot of points and what they're trying to do with the analysis because they weren't sure what they were doing. So that finished their credits, but you are able to replenish it. So that's something that we always do. Yeah. No, that's very good answer, and I'm sure a lot of people have been sticking their ears to hear that question being answered. So yes, um, credits are not an issue on Africa Geoportal as long as your use case is justified, then you definitely have your credits replenished. And that's very good to hear, actually. Um, so yes, we've covered a lot of ground already. Um, could you just like give us insight into like the current user statistics? Because in my opinion, I feel like not enough people know about Africa Geoportal. But then I'm not on the back end. I don't know how you've grown over the years. If you are where you want to be or you, you still need more people to subscribe to the platform or to sign in or join. So could you just discuss the user statistics and then where you hope to go in the future? Sure, sure. So for user statistics, as I said, we are really happy that the people we had in mind for this are the main users. So 
those are just uh, professionals in GIS uh, starting out their career or just like building capacity and so on. And uh, we noticed that um, most of them also currently they're coming from key specific um, countries based on the how the the geospatial industry is thriving in those countries and so on. So I'd say as at now, like leading, I think leading in all of the geoportal, right now we have a lot of um, users coming from Nigeria. Um, also, we have a lot of users coming from Cote d'Ivoire. And um, on the East Africa side, uh, I believe a lot of our users are coming from uh, Tanzania, Ethiopia, uh, Kenya, and also like the up and coming one, thanks again to one of our key users there, uh, we have a lot of visas coming from Zimbabwe. And we also noticed that as soon as we set up a countryside, we have also a corresponding rise in users within that particular country. Like when we had the South Africa Geoportal uh, site being set up, we had like a surge of new users on the Africa Geoportal. So I think one of the comments that we had received at some point was that Someone had tried to create an account, I think it was late last year, and they were not able to create the account. And the, the little challenge we had at that time, I think we had underestimated how many people would get on the geoportal. And at that time, because it's a script that basically automatically generates the account or creates the account. And the, the script was trying to create an account, but it seems... All the all the the accounts were full basically, so we had to add the number of users to the geoportal. So I think at that time we had anticipated to have about six thousand ish users, and we had reached that number, and we had to add the users. And again, because this year we've supported a number of challenges, we are currently supporting a map competition for Eastern Southern Africa. We are currently supporting an Earth Observation Challenge, again, for, I believe it's all of Africa, not just Eastern Southern Africa. We're currently planning to support GIS Day Mapping Competition for Zimbabwe. So we've also noticed there's a high increase in number of users based on these activities that we are supporting, where we have these institutions preferring to do their competitions or challenges through Africa Geoportal because uh, it's just providing access to the tools uh, and to the data easily and so on. So we, it's, it's you know, because at times when we check, we're just doing the administration work and we're seeing, wow, we keep on having more and more users. And even like, even though once we get the more users, seeing the quality of work, also how it's been evolving over time, I think it's really amazing seeing like what, um, uh, some of the data that uh, people have been able to share publicly or being able to see some of the story maps that they've publicly made available. It's, it's amazing to see what's been done so far. And we're just, again, eager to see what else will come of it uh, as we keep on having more and more users, more and more user communities joining and so on. Oh, that's beautiful to hear. Uh, the fact that you even mentioned uh, the geoportals, let's talk a bit about, you know, about those geoportals. Like, um, you've seen on the platform that certain countries are represented there and have their own dedicated geoportal. I think I was going through the Nigerian geoportal and I found that um, 
and I found that you know we have data sets from even group three and from a lot of authoritative data sets are on there for you to use and applying your processes. Um, what um, inspired the need for you know the country specific um, geo portals? Okay. Um, so for the country specific geo portals, uh, I believe that again just to make it easier for the users uh, to be able to get or to filter out all the data sets available just to see something for their country. Uh, we now started uh, working with, with the agencies in different countries to set up country-specific geoportals. So you'd find, uh, for example, I like, like that you've mentioned Grid3. So Grid3 is a project uh, where they were able to um, uh, create data sets on demographic information across different countries in Africa. So they had data sets that would be um, um, like, like put together for, for literally all of Africa. Then there was that interest by, I think also based on the collaborations they had for different countries, there's that interest that someone would say, we want data specifically for Nigeria, or we want data specifically for Zambia. So we're like, okay, the good thing with the GeoPortal is it can scale enough or it's flexible enough to have this one platform for all data, but we can also now create country-specific sites or we can create organization-specific sites within the GeoPortal to just have data relevant to that particular country. Also, in addition to that, you know, every country is unique in terms of uh, how they do things, definitely, and also in terms of the interests they have for the data they want to be shared, for their communication around it, and so on. So that's how we're able to set up the country-specific geoportals. And as you mentioned, because Grid 3, for example, had data for all these countries and so on, we were able to um, just also um, have this filtered for them to have their data for for the different countries. So as you saw on Nigeria Geoportal, we have some data specifically on Nigeria provided by Grid3. On Zambia Geoportal, the same case. On different countries and so on, because they've done a lot of work in Africa and they've provided a lot of useful information for um, um, on health matters in terms of trying to, to uh, deal with the matter of of COVID-19. So they were able to also just provide this information for specific countries. And that's the goal we have with all these other development partners or agencies that want to provide data. Definitely we'll have it available mainly on the African Geoportal platform. But if you go to specific countries, we're also working with them to have them available only for uh, have this data set also uh, to be just uh, captured specifically for, this, for, for the individual countries and so on. All right, thank you for that. Um, and even the fact that you know, when I was looking through and I saw grade three data, like one of the before grade three, like handed over, because I think when the project um, finished on some parameters, some data was handed over to some um, to the country's government, sort of. And then I found that you know, I couldn't access the data anymore once it was handed over. 
unlike when I was able to access it while it was still under grade 3 management. But then now that I find it on Africa Geoport also, I, I don't have an issue. I can I know I can always just go there to the portal and access it. So yeah, that's good news for me particularly. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the outlook for this platform now? I know you mentioned earlier that you know you hope to find more user communities um, partaking of this um, platform. But then, what are like some of your goals and outlooks for the future of this project? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I would say so far with the objectives we had to to have a central location for providing easy access to data, uh, providing access to um, tools for working with this data, as well as continuing to provide um, aspects of capacity building through lessons and so on. Uh, I, can, I can say so far we are, we are working towards that objective. Uh, so far it's been a great experience because um, I think as I mentioned, uh, we've been able to come up with a lesson um, on working with imagery from Digital Art Africa. So, and and based on what being able to achieve with them, again, there's that interest from other institutions such that, okay, we have this meaningful data set, can we work together to have uh, a lesson come out of it and so on, which people can use to just explore this information and so on. So you can see for those aspects, yes, we are moving along quite well. We have more interest uh, from different agencies at different levels to provide data. We have that interest to also complement the provision of data to support the, the tools or explore applications as well as lessons and so on. But now also the new thing which we are seeing is, is uh, again, a growing need from our users and user communities is continued engagement. And I believe that's how um, again, we're able to start doing webinars for specific user communities based on the requests that they gave such that um, they say we have this user community and we're interested in learning how will we be able to use Africa Geoportal in our work. So we've been supporting that. Um, and unfortunately, the thing is we've had, ex we have like a lot of user communities expressing uh, interest, but we've not been able to I support them fully because mainly we are very limited people dedicated, the number of people dedicated to support Africa Geoportal. But that's something also we have in consideration uh, in terms of uh, enhancing community engagement uh, to help the user communities and so on. But also the other thing, being able to support the competitions and the challenges and all of that, I think that's also something that that is coming up in terms of different organizations are seeing this opportunity of Africa Geoportal uh, to support uh, some of the objectives they have. So we are seeing also a lot of growth in that area. So I would say, I think uh, something that we are just trying to figure out how to go about it. And again, we welcome any input that anyone might have on this. Uh, how do we better support user communities? So. Uh, I think on the Geoportal, you see we have an events page and we normally put in events that we are supporting or we are collaborating in. So we just like to get feedback on how can we make it easier for communities, user communities to 
to leverage what we have with Africa Geoportal. Yeah, we, we'd love to get insights on that. And I think any other comments that someone might have in terms of how do we make it, um, how do we make your, your experience as a young professional in GIS or interested in GIS to, to continue using the data and the tools and so on. So we'd love to hear um, from, from your listeners, like what they have in mind, because I believe uh, they'd have uh, amazing suggestions on how we can take this forward. Yeah. That's awesome. So that definitely we hear now that like there's room for feedback. Feedback is always important to make the service better and, um, you know, to support better. So definitely we'll be putting also that in the show notes and link to the feedback form as well as the um, trainings form and, and as well as the um, geo portal itself. Yeah. So thank you so much um, for that. As our tradition in this podcast, um, mostly our guests we like to ask the question what do you see as the trend the likely trend in the uptake and application of geospatial tools and technology across the sub-saharan africa space and since you've been a gis professional in this space um since 13 years ago and then you even mentioned something in our pre-interview where you said that um something like this portal africa geoportal like if only you've had access to it while you were an early career person then you'd have done so much so um with, with the fact that we're having more tools openly and freely accessible to the um african geospatial space what do you see as the likely trend in the uptake and application not only um, amongst youth, but also in public and private institutions, uh, businesses and all that in the society at large, really? I like that question a lot. <laughs> um, I can say that if I had access to what has been made available with Africa Geoportal, if I had access to it when I was just getting into the career in GIS, I think it would have allowed me to do so much, to do so much in terms of um, what I was doing earlier on uh, in my different roles. So, and and that's the good thing. I think that the interesting bit is I have noticed that the users have not taken it for granted. And I think, as I mentioned, the this user community uh, in Nigeria, the geo hazards um a risk mapping initiative like we have seen this this is i mean it's not i don't know if there's any incentive to be honest but just seeing this group and what they've been able to do and organizing their own sessions and building capacity internally and doing all these things and presenting them and not only presenting them um within Nigeria, but we see them everywhere, going everywhere and presenting on sessions, what they've been able to do and so on. Same case as uh, a, a strong user we have in Zimbabwe, who's been able to just joining, just from joining, uh, I think the person joined like two webinars we had, then they were just also able to explore a few things here and there. And they've been able to go to different forums to present their work. And it's amazing to see what people have been doing. So it's a great feeling to see it's not being taken for granted. It's a great thing to see that um, users do understand the value of what's being provided by Africa Geoportal. 
Yeah. And that in itself, when I look at this, that in itself, I'm translating it into the industry as it is within sub-Saharan Africa. That yes, there's a, a strong interest by the traditional or native geospatial um, young professionals in terms of now they have just complementing everything else out there. Now they have this place where they can apply what they've learned. Yeah, so it's it's great to see that there's that strong interest, but also this is pulling into other uh, subject matter areas which were not traditionally geospatial. So we've had interest from people who have done computer science and they're like, okay, this looks interesting. And, you know, having those components, like now also with Africa Geopatrol account, you have access to access notebooks and so on. So there's that developer aspects being brought in. Like it's amazing to see what people have been able to do, young professionals, and uh, and them coming together and organizing their own things and then also starting out their careers and doing all these amazing things. And we can only... You know, we're only expecting it to go a notch higher in terms of, of everything that's going on. So I can see, you know, earlier on for most people when um, you'd introduce yourself as a jazz professional, you have to start from very far to explain what you are or what you're doing. But nowadays it's much easier. And there are a lot of examples everywhere uh, of how people have been able to use it. So, yes, it's good to see the uptake has really gone up again based on a lot of work being done by ESRI being done by a lot of other institutions in terms of uh, enhancing exposure building capacity and so on and we can only we can only wait to see how things will go because we believe uh, already the trajectory it's at a good pace yeah yeah and that's really beautiful and that's re this is a proud moment for me because you know for the past two plus years I've been part of the GRMI team and like you really um, mentioned this team over and over again and yes I know personally because I've been like from the beginning and we are really grateful for this platform because a lot of our work has been um, around this you know using these tools to you know impact the community in DRR and flood mapping and all that and even crowdsourcing information and all that like and it's just amazing because all this is at no cost. It's an NGO and private individuals, no funding or anything. But then we're able to do so much with the access to the Africa Geoportal. And then it's just definitely, I believe that it's just a little, a matter of a little time for more people to really know what this can do and get on board, especially the user communities. Because I know a lot of people are motivated lots of Africans, a lot of Nigerians, Eastern and Western and Southern Africans are motivated to get into this and to maximize these tools. And I only believe that it's just maybe because they don't know well enough. And this is reason for the exposure that we are bringing through this podcast and for the main reason why we are inviting you also. And a big thank you for being here and for elaborating on so much we're really grateful pauline thank you so much for being here thank you so much to you and your team i've i've really enjoyed this conversation and yeah i'm hoping it will inspire someone to um get into the geo portal and do something with it yeah we will just wait to see how everything goes but thank you so much for this opportunity <laughs> thank you